so I'm a city guy, Al. Yeah. Born in a big city, have lived my entire lives in in big city. Mm-hmm. Uh, born in L.A., I've lived in Los Angeles, Phoenix, and Houston. Yep. Okay, those are three big cities. Um, it's nice to go to a, a smaller city occasionally, and and not even, like a town. Maybe a town is a better word. Um, I was in a town this weekend up in Oregon, small place. Um, I have my my flights coming up, and we have to check out of the hotel by eleven. So about ten thirty, I go on my phone and I pull up Uber, and I'm like, okay, I need a Uber. I'm going to the airport. Yep. Send. Thing just spins and spins and spins. It yep. spins for like ten minutes, then it comes back and says, "Yep, no drivers in your area. Yep. Try again later." I'm like. No, the app uh, is actually, it's app geo-targeted. It does not work. Okay. Not so available. I wait 10 minutes and I try it again. Thing spins for another 10 or 15 minutes. Nope, still no. no. I'm like, now I'm like, now I'm getting worried. I got to get to the airport. There, 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 Everybody else has already left, right? There's no, I have to get to the airport. It's about 40 minutes away. And I don't know how I'm going to do this. Start jogging. So we, I call the resort and I said, um, hey, listen, I can't get an Uber. And they're like, yeah, sometimes it can be hard. Uh, I need to get to the airport. They're like, oh, yeah, we can take you. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean you can take? Me? Yeah, just uh, I got a minivan. I got two kids in the back, but I almost. So like, yeah, just come up to the the lodge and uh, we'll have a van. We'll, we'll we'll run you over there. I'm like, run me over there. It's forty five minutes away. It's not like you're running me down to the grocery store to pick up a loaf of bread. Now it's that's to small to town. Shuttle. Small town. That's small town. Small but, town. By the way, that's cool. That's cool I, I that, was, that you had so like nice. yeah. It oh. was so and I'm thinking, not mm-hmm. in your wildest dreams yep. would somebody go, Yeah, just come on down, we'll take care of it for you. <laughs> I was like, Well, this is really nice. Now, don't get me wrong, I prefer a place where I can just hit a button and a car shows yep. up to my front door. <laughs> That's better, but this was very nice. I'm gonna go the to front. the Ritz. No, it wasn't it was like Al said, it was literally like this cargo van. Yeah. I'm gonna go to the Ritz after the show and just but can I get a ride to Pasadena? <laughs> Let me see if the front lobby yeah. gal is... The concierge. I, get, I'll pull my car here. around. We'll get in here. It was, uh, it was something else. No Ubers, Al. It's a pretty small town. None. But there's there's something... There are some, I'm sure, positives and negatives about being in a small town like that. First off, it's pretty cool where it's just so much different than what we're accustomed to, right? Whether you're born and raised in LA or you've lived in LA for a while or anywhere in Southern California, whatever you need, like that. Yep. The type of food you want, restaurant, DoorDash, like doesn't matter. Um, like you're talking about with Ubers, this everything is right in front of you. Man, does it change when you go to just a different small town? There's a there's a unique adjustment. It, adjustment is the right word. I I like cities. I, I feel like every time you're like, you know, I'm gonna chuck it. I'm going to a small town. You'll never hear. Nah, I'd last like a day, and then I'd need my Uber. And it's like, nah, that's why you're coming camping with me this summer, wherever we go. Mm, no. The problem is now in some of these camp places, you got service everywhere. So like I could literally be like, oh, DoorDash, this is, Taco Bell. No, I could, I could literally. <laughs> <laughs> Take two burrito Supremes and That's a awesome. crunch wrap. I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking more of, man, it's so nice to be so peaceful and quiet. Mm. I'm going to get back on the internet. Don't <laughs> <Be watching laughs> so my headphones and I'm watching Cocaine Bear out in the middle of Joshua Tree. They got to get caught up on Drive to Survive. Big F1 race coming up this weekend. That's crazy. Keep it down over there. Lakers with a great win uh, yesterday against the Mavs. Come back from 27 point down. We'll get to that coming up in just a little bit. But, Slee, um, baseball games, spring training. Spring training, right? The games don't really matter. They're not important, et cetera, et cetera. It's interesting. They're taking two hours and 30 minutes, 235, 240. They've shaved like a half an hour off of the average game time. 
And I have yet to run into anybody that thinks that this is a bad idea. Like, why didn't we do this? Nobody's complaining about the pitchers or the batters. They're both on a timer. A baseball game should take two and a half hours, maybe 240 if it's a slower moving game. Hmm. And let's go. This is brilliant. Why didn't we do this sooner? All right, I don't have an answer for you. But I will tell you, it is kind of adding this entire element of intrigue. I saw some of um, Scherzer's quotes that he loves the new rules. He actually thinks it's it's great for pitchers mm-hmm. because now you're almost kind of setting the pace yep. type of a thing. Um, I just look at it as this way. I, I look at it as baseball has has been so behind on wanting to catch up with some of the other sports. Okay, Clint and I talked a little bit about this on Friday. There was a time in the NBA where 86 to 84 Pistons and the Spurs, and there's a good chance not that many people are going to watch that game or that it's just the product is not entertaining enough. And I'm not saying that every game is going to be like this, but you have games now where Dame can drop 71 like he did yesterday. Yeah, You can have games where the Lakers put up 124 and it's not that big of a deal. Games are in the 120s regularly. The only thing that hurts the NBA, that delays it, is some of these reviews. Put that to the side for a quick second. I think other game or other sports have been better at just how can we make the product more entertaining without taking away the product, right? Mm-hmm. Like without without hurting the game. I love this for baseball. I'm, I almost like kind of see it for how fast the game is sped up. I now see myself like running from my seats, go up, get a quick beer here real quick, <laughs> and I got to run back. You because, miss something. Because everybody else is running. Like, I don't know. Listen, I don't know what we're going to be saying in three, four months from now, but I have a feeling that this is a really, really good positive move for baseball. These things, I don't care what they are, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL, all of them, all these sports that you and I care about as much as we do, the reason we talk about them all day, the reason people are listening to us, listening to them, we're investing in stuff. At the end of the day, they're entertainment products. They're no different than a TV show. They're no different than a movie. Yep. They're no different than a book, right? They're, they're entertainment products that if I'm not entertained by this, I'm not going to watch it. And yeah. you need a lot of people to do it. What makes baseball fun is not watching 16 strikeouts in a game. It's not watching, you know, two home runs and a final score of three to two because there was a couple of walks in there. It's plays at the bases. It's the ball being pitched and hit. Action. Plays. Yeah. This is a better entertainment product. Mm-hmm. Everybody understand it. It's better. It's more like the game that I think somebody like myself grew up with, where there's things happening, where you're making decisions. Yep. It's just a better viewing experience where guys aren't pulling on their cup and pulling up their sleeves and the Nomar Garcia Parra batting glove on off, on off, on off thing over and over again. A pitcher walking around, taking 10 minutes to get a sign. There's ball one. Okay, then we got to go through it all over again. Mm-hmm. Another 90 seconds comes off the clock. Strike one, mm-hmm. ball one, strike one. I mean, you're, you're getting pitches every 15 or 20 seconds. Now, what you can't have happen is what happened yesterday. Again, spring training, yeah. and they're trying to enforce these rules to get people used That's to That's when them. you do it is in spring 100%. training. 100%. Yeah. There was a walk-off yep. clock violation yesterday. The Braves and the Red Sox were playing a game. It's the bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, mm-hmm. two outs, full count. Right, this is what we're here for. The game's going to end one way or the other. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. Up, oh, you didn't get in the batter's box with more than eight seconds left on the clock. Uh, ball four, you're out, and or strike three, I should say, you're out. Game ends. I don't want that. That let's use these rules with a little bit of judgment involved. Let's mm-hmm. use these rules to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you this one, but if you're out of here, I am going to bang you on this next one. This is all we need. Guys need to have it happen occasionally. I do not want somebody to end a game on yeah. one of these things. But if you're calling them out in the third, 
inning, the fifth inning, the second inning, the eighth inning. They're not going to be out of the box in the ninth inning. It'll work. One of the most exciting endings to a game that I've ever personally <laughs> seen and been a part of. Um, but you're right about that. And I think this is where this has happened a lot in other sports where they start enforcing it in preseason or they start enforcing it in spring training. All they're trying to do, Trav, is just get you prepared. Look, when the regular season starts, we need you to... Do you think they'll go back because the NBA does at the end? We're going to emphasize hand checking. We're going to emphasize pass yeah. interference. We're going to emphasize guys getting out of the box. And then we get to the middle of April and it's right back to the way that it was. I don't think it will be. I think there's too much emphasis on what they're doing right now. I actually really think that this will work i think this will be a more entertaining product i don't think they're going to go away from it what really do you, don't what are you more excited about the fact that they've had these rules like the clock and the, mm-hmm. the shift being banned or the fact that the padres have bought every good player there is to buy over the last six months we might be on the payroll <laughs> they just they're paying everybody they're giving everybody what money in the you know what is going on with those they're guys. giving everybody money Machado got $350 million for 11 years. Yep. That's on the heels of Tatis getting $340 million for 14 years. Mm-hmm. That's on the heels of Bogarts getting $211 million, or $280 million yeah. for 11 years. They gave Musgrove a nine-figure contract. Yep. They gave Darvish a nine-figure contract, mm-hmm. and they still haven't even paid Juan Soto. What? Huh? What? <laughs> I, 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 when the Dodgers did this, it's like, yeah, I don't love this, but I, whatever. The Yankees have been doing this forever and ever. They've got four guys. They're going to make three hundred million dollars. Okay, we got a, got a couple things here. We do this coming back, but <clears throat> there were some actually some interesting quotes um, coming. I think they were from Tony Clark, right the the uh, head of the union yeah. for for baseball. San Diego, by the way. And I, I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on. I know this is the San Diego Padres spending money, and this isn't the New York market, or it's not the LA market, but it's kind of fascinating because I think it's put a lot of other owners in an uncomfortable situation where everybody's looking at the Padres and saying, wait, if Seidler is doing this in that market, you can't get your payroll up to $140 million, $150 million. Uh-huh. That's an interesting conversation because, I, I listen, I don't know – Seidler's obviously doing something for a city that is in desperation to have something to cheer about in sports, but I don't know how that will change baseball from some of these other owners' perspective. May, may not change anything it at all. It might not, but it'll make their fans a little more unruly. It'll make them a little more frustrated that they yeah. can't do what this guy's done. The question is, what exactly has he done, and will it work? That's coming up next. Plus, more on the Lakers, a 27-point comeback Biggest comeback in the NBA, and don't look now, the Lakers have momentum. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. So you're you're getting out to play pickleball on Thursday, you Thursday. said? Thursday, yeah. When it's supposed to be windy and rainy and everything else? I don't think rain. No rain. I think we're good. That's okay. the only reason why I picked Thursday, plus Lakers don't have a game, so we'll find out what happens. Are we going to be on the court at any point together prior to March 18th when this whole thing kicks off? Okay, question for you. Is it tough... So we're about 15 minutes away from a court okay. in South Pasadena. Is it tough for you after one of these shows, we go straight out there? No. Okay. Then then I think what we do is we pick a game, a day next week and okay. we go out there and we play. Okay. We do, do we With two others or we just play the we're two of us? We're just going to go by ourselves okay. because we, you know, we got to prepare. It's like we mentally got to get there. I like, like it. Like right now, the only reason why I'm playing with Yates, Jorge, and Berg is just completely trying to- This will be to, your very first time. It'll be my first time. Yes, I don't have anything after that. <laughs> uh, it'll be my first time, but it's more to kind of see what their game is like. Oh, a I have scouting not, trip. Yeah, I have not shared that with them. Good. See what I'm Make sure you take notes immediately following so it doesn't kind of drift off and you forget. Al, why do you have a helmet cam on? <laughs> no. Yates can't go to his backhand. Just just pound Yates' backhand or whatever. Go to Berg's feet over and over and over again. Of course, we're talking about our inaugural Pickleball Madness Tournament coming up on March 18th. It's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Reserve seating is available. You can register at ESPNLA.com. Of course, it is open to the general public, so come on out. Hang out with us. Press the floor and get to know each other uh, thanks to our sponsors Michelob Ultra Bud Light Seltzer and Pizza Hut there's going to be TVs to watch all your basketball games there's Papa Shot there's pickleball demos and lessons there's lots for the kids to do in the kids zone there's a beer garden there's complimentary food and drinks music entertainment you will have a great time so come on out to the Agape Pickleball Center at Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley on March 18th and watch Celine and I get beat in the first round right that's what's going to happen. Actually, I, can I be honest with you? And I don't know what the draw is. It, it, I don't know if it's going to be like the March Madness tournament. Where I can't believe we got Duke in the first round. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be like well, that. Well, if it's any of the listeners, it is Duke in the first round. It's it's UCLA. Yeah, it cannot be the listeners. You lose. We need to play another ESPN team. Yeah, we need who got in by just the winning the there. Yes, that's what we need. <laughs> We need one of those. Yeah. Because even if it's like the sixth best team in the ACC, we're going to be in some trouble. I think you and I, this is coming from somebody who's still never played the game before. <laughs> okay. I think we'll kind of be able to hold our own. I've played tennis. I've played ping pong. I'm assuming it's kind of the same concept here. It, it, it is and it isn't. It's, it's, it's angles like tennis. Okay. But it's also very quick and short. Like the points don't develop over a long period of time. They're, you need to get to the kitchen as quickly as you can. Mm. That's how quickly. And here's the thing I have now, I played when you were in uh, Mexico. Yep. I played again. And I couldn't walk for two days afterwards because of my knee. So we're we're not really built for a long run. Are you this tournament. done playing? Or I know you, we'll do it next week, but are you like, okay, I'm not going to play a couple days a week because of your. I, I'm still trying to figure the game. I stink. I, You're I brawn really right do. now in the final 20 games. You yeah. have to be very strategic how we use your minutes. Well, then maybe I'll save them for when we go next week, and that, that'll that be my last tune-up before we go. Okay. I'm trying to get a little bit of um, length in my game. I'm trying to get a little bit of uh, endurance to where if we do win a match, I can actually stand up in the second match, but we'll see. So I'm not, it I'm should be like chances. the NBA playoffs where we have two days off after we win one match. <laughs> This tournament should be drawn out. So if it's on the 18th, we'll see you on the 25th.
We're going to come back the following Saturday and we'll uh, we'll play our second round match. The Padres signed Machado to a giant deal. Just very quickly, yep. Machado three fifty for eleven, Tatis three forty for fourteen, um, Xander Bogarts eleven years two hundred eighty million, Musgrove over hundred million, Darvish, Darvish over hundred yep. million, and you still have to pay Juan Soto. All of the guys that we just mentioned are somewhere between good to very good to yeah. excellent Major League Baseball players. The odds are probably pretty darn good that at least half of those guys will underperform those deals. Half of them will probably get to there, and maybe if you're very lucky, I don't know if you can overperform one of these. But if this goes badly, this could be the ultimate cautionary tale for a team like the Padres, who finally has an owner that's got all the dough yeah. and says, I'm going to just go buy every... Who's good? Oh, Bogarts, I'll take him. Soto, mm-hmm. take all my prospects and I'll pay him. Machado needs an extension. How about 11 years nearly for just money, 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 money? Mm. If it doesn't work and he's got multiple guys on double-digit year deals making $35, $40 million a year, mm-hmm. how in the world do you ever dig out from underneath that? So it, it, it's kind of fascinating because you see this more in bigger markets. You see this. This was kind of the Yankees, even though Yankees were bringing up a lot of people, but it's not. That's this is not accustomed to a mid market or a smaller market. I don't have the answer for you, but what I can tell you, I think there's a lot of people that respect the risk. He actually said something that uh, Seidler had said this. I don't know if it was a group of reporters or this was with the LA Times, but last week we were reading some. Uh, some quotes. He said, "There's as much risk in not doing anything." So what he's basically trying to say is, "I'm not. It's not guaranteed to work. I'm not telling you this is the blueprint. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna tell you I'm trying this. I'm telling you that Soto's got two more years on his contract before he does have to get paid. Um, that the Padres won a round against a 111 win team for the first time. They hadn't won a playoff series since 2006." So I, I, it's not guaranteed to work, but I think it's a risk that he's saying, I could stand here and do nothing or try to do it like everybody else, or I can try to take some big swings and some big moves. And like you said, it could come back and haunt them for the next five, six, seven years on the end of those contracts. They could also cash in a World Series they, and they, never they win a World could. Series. And, and this isn't a perfect comparison for all of these guys, but I think it's it's, it's the cautionary tale. The deal that the Angels gave Albert Pujols, right? They gave him a 10-year deal right as he was aging out of his prime. Yeah. He was still good, yeah. but he was not Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. He was just past prime Pujols. St. Louis got the prime. Yep. yep. And you paid for the next 10 years and literally got nothing out of it. Imagine if you had five of those guys. That's what could potentially... Soto's not one of those guys because he's so young. So yeah. Soto's off the board. But, so Bogart, but Bogarts will be 41, and and Machado will be 41, yes. I think will be 41. Yes. Tatis, there's different questions around different him. Different questions, yeah. but questions. Not mm-hmm. age questions, but maturity Other questions. Other questions, yeah. And, and things like that. So if half of those things, you have to kind of look at it like pools, which is, I need to, whatever we're going to get done, Yeah, we need to get done in the, in, and I'll ask you as a Padre fan, is it a three-year window? Do you have to grab one in that first three years? Is it, can you push it out to four or five? Because... Every year that you don't get it, yeah. it becomes less likely that it does because you're going to get some attrition. It feels like it's now. It feels like what's it has now? to like, happen. What's the time frame now? Like 2023? or I, I think I think the the Soto deal, Juan Soto's guaranteed for two more years. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to ask yourself, can you make it to the World Series 
in the next two years. And then I can't tell you what happens after that. And I and I know that sounds I like- I can. You've got Machado yep. and Bogarts yep. and Darvish mm-hmm. and all these other guys on the hook for big dough for a long- and Tatis. So the only good thing I would say is, you're right, they're long-term deals. But let's just say Bogarts is good for five of the 11 years that he's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Machado is really good for five of the- X amount of years that he's guaranteed, then you have a larger window. I just, the Soto thing is fascinating to me because you went out and traded everybody to go get him. And now, and it's, it's, it's unique in the sense like, Otani, if you went out and tried to trade him this deadline, you're only guaranteed a couple of months with him. Yeah. At least with Soto, they get three playoff that one's already gone, two yep. more left to go. I, I think that there's, I look at Soto as kind of the, the most interesting factor of the whole thing. Can you really afford Juan Soto, who's probably going to get 450 or four, $500 million, something along those lines? The answer is probably no. So that's why I think that Soto window is interesting. You so think he's me, likely to leave? I don't know if he's likely to leave. I just know that that's four hundred and fifty or five hundred million dollars for Juan Soto. I, I don't know Peter Seidler's, uh, you know, bank statements, but if you can do all this, what? Yeah, do another. Like at some point, it's just monopoly money, right? Like, yeah, I've already got Machado and Tatis. Like, yeah, just throw Soto on the pile too. Give him five hundred. We'll just keep this thing rolling. I, I don't know how much the business side of this gets affected, mm. but I will tell you that. There's a waiting list for season tickets that's never happened before in San Diego. Mm-hmm. That place is going to be freaking sold out. Oh, for sure. For the most part, all the time. Your sponsorship revenue is going to go up like crazy. I don't know what their TV deal is with Bally's. Bally's is also in some kind of bankrupt re- they all are. realignment, yeah. whatever they're doing. I think there's also, and, and I, I think the one other thing that the Padres have going for them is there's nobody else in town. San Diego is not a small market, mm-hmm. but they are the only thing in town that dominates that entire city. So they don't have to share that pot with, in LA, you're sharing it with so many other teams. Dave Roberts was asked about their matchup with the Padres uh, coming up. They're a heck of a ball club. They've done a lot of good things, and I think we're going to have this conversation all year long. Oh, yeah. And it, what will be interesting, too, is the Dodgers have dealt with this for the better part of eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're supposed to win. Why didn't you win? And the weight that come we, we've talked about the weight that comes along with and W E I G H T not weight like you're waiting in line the the heaviness of well you're supposed to win every night you're supposed to win every series you're supposed to be in first place Dave Roberts saying to be before the, the season, season started right we're winning the, like there 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 is no hey you guys are really good it's yeah you're supposed to be and that's heavy Padres have never had oh, no. it. they no, got no, it now yeah. <laughs> because let again, let's say uh, April, right? The first month, let's say you go fourteen and twelve. It's like I didn't pay this kind of money to be sure. a five hundred team. Sure. What if you go twelve and fourteen? And oh, it's baseball so long. Okay, fast forward to the end of the second month of the season, and you're thirty and twenty seven. You're good, but you're not very good. And that weight gets heavier and heavier and heavier. And these guys, for the most part, have not had to deal with that. And everyone's watching you. This isn't a San Diego thing. This is yes. everyone is watching you. And hell, we're having a conversation about them. And we're in L.A. And and I think this is going to be the first time where really over this 8- to 10-year window that you're talking about the Dodgers and you're saying there's a legitimate team before the season starts that has a chance to win the NL West. And if the Dodgers don't win it, it won't be a shock or surprise. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Huntington Beach and Paul. Paul, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Paul? Oh, man, it's baseball season. Good to talk to you guys. Um, yeah, look, the Padres are absolutely fascinating. I, I typically had to them, right, spending money. But 
there are a ton of aging bats in that roster for a long time and a ton of money thrown at bats and position players. At the end of the day, their pitching is good. Their pitching is not great. I don't know what you Darvish looks like a year and a half from now, and Blake Snell is not someone you can count on, and Joe Musgrove is a great number two starter on any good on any good rotation. But those guys, you got to go and win through. Hey, look, they're going to win a bunch of games in the course of a season. Is this team built to win a championship? I don't know. And your point, Travis, about having five guys that you know have a Pujols contract is really, really well taken. I, I think of it like this, Travis. Think about like that, like early '90s Dodgers when they're throwing out like Eddie Murray, Eric Davis, Daryl Strawberry all on one team, and it just doesn't work. You can look really, really good on paper, but on paper it doesn't win you a championship. And, and as a Dodger fan, God knows we know that. Hey, uh, we'll talk to you soon, more as the season goes on. See you guys. Thanks, Paul. Well, I'd like like you said at the end there, you don't have to go back to the early '90s. You can look at this Dodger team over the last ten years. They've had expensive, high-profile, very good players, and the results have been disappointing they've won a ton of games they've won the pennant three times won a world series championship but i think if you ask dodger fans over the last 10 years should you have more or less than you have right now there's nobody that's going to say no yeah, yeah. and no one's saying no i think we got about what we're supposed to get no mm-hmm. you've had less than you're supposed to get and they got to deal with that every single they're dealing with it right now they got a very yeah. different team and you know who's expected to win the most games in major league baseball this season according to vegas the dodgers they're the number one. They're at one game more than the Houston Astros. And it's just that they know how to deal with that. The Padres, we'll find out. Well, from what I've been told, that SeaWorld might be up for sale and the Coronado <laughs> Bridge if they can't cash in a World Series in I'll the next the five Coronado years. Bridge. It's pretty, it's pretty. It's just that's the it's rumor nice. right now. Hotel Dell, get it, do I get the Dell with the bridge? Or it comes is that with separate? the bridge. Good. That's all it I want. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey guys, I don't know if you guys can tell that I've just been emotionally destroyed every Sunday evening for the past seven weeks. All of us can tell. The Last of Us <laughs> literally destroys my soul after every episode. After every episode, but it's I a just great started show. watching it. I know. I'm not saying anything you know? else. Oh yeah, I just started watching. I've watched <laughs> okay. four episodes. What show? Say it again. Well, what great. show? The Last, Last of Us. Of us. Oh, you weren't even one. listening to what she was saying. <laughs> well, no, she said it was intertwined so quickly. It's that I haven't seen zombie fungus yeah. video Infected, game. Yes. 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 Apocalypse. Yeah. I played, Apocalyptic, yes. yes. I played the video game, so it's it's pretty cool because you're actually seeing the video game shots in the actual yeah. show. There's I, a lot of I crossover. I believe both of you. <laughs> I believe everybody. All right. It's really good. So, so here, can I, real quick, ahead, I think I'm going to watch it out li- without exception. Don't tell me. Without exception, 
everybody that has seen it, it's like it's awesome you need to watch it it's the, really good the, everybody has said it's terrific and I'll, I'll tell you this mm. you very rarely actually see any zombies in the first four episodes well there goes that so don't I expect mean, zombies no, in the first, first episodes, there's no, no, four there's episodes zombies. there's some zombies but it's not like out of control there's a medium amount of zombies <laughs> no 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 no. it's like it's, cocaine it's bear not, you're gonna do to, cocaine I bear I want to see it so badly but okay. I can't take my daughter to it so oh, right. finding we talked time. about it last yeah. Friday yeah jeez yeah. yeah, right. not paying attention to anything <laughs> alright so uh, a um uh, apocalyptic mall is featured in yesterday's episode so that's nothing I'm not spoiling anything an apocalyptic mall is featured so I got me thinking I about happening. mall things so uh, mall dates were the place to be in middle school so going to the mall um, with a date was the thing in middle school Travis Patrick Cap. yeah it kind of was because you had a little bit and this is I, we're all of different ages here but in the 80s when I was in middle school right that was ground zero for everything that you wanted there was food yeah. There were games. Mm-hmm. There was a movie theater. If you in certain places there'd be like an ice skating rink in these malls. So JC Penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Walk through JC Penny and get a pair of uh pants if yep. you needed to. <laughs> but yeah, that what as a eighth grader, you can't drive. You you need a place that's safe where your parents are comfortable leaving you alone. So the mall was the go grab an orange Julius and see a movie. Who says no? Or mom could be shopping somewhere else, mom, but you get to go somewhere else. Someone that else. I didn't yeah. like as much because then your mom would see you talking to girls and that, oh, and then right. she'd have yeah. questions and it was just very uncomfortable. Berg, a hundred percent fact because I used to go to the Fallbrook Mall and the Topanga Mall, and both of those were just massive for this kind of thing. There's like you said, they had the orange Julius and all that stuff, but they the Fallbrook Mall also had a Qzar, which was um, I. Laser Berg tag. walking around. Oh, laser okay. tag. So you go and you play laser tag. You got yeah. a whole bunch of stuff going on. It was great. It was at the time the, the Topanga Mall was just one strip. Mm. And everybody was always walking up and down. And so you were always running into people. and do it. it was a great time. Place now it's be. gigantic and it's impossible to find anything. I Ow. could see Berg walking around the mall, <laughs> fur jacket. Lady on each hand, just kind of walking Joe around. Right? <laughs> no, he's Zastro. <laughs> Zastro, even better. Yes, hey, I will take Zastro. Bird pointing at people week. at Foot Locker, like, yeah, just get my <laughs> the wink and the gun. Uh, cap for me because my parents would definitely not drop me off at the mall and say, hey, just go spend a couple hours out there. They were just, I almost had like a a wristband, a low jack. Yeah, they were just, hey, wherever you go, <laughs> let us know. Furthest I think I got was down the street to Parker's house, <laughs> so we'd hang out there. So it wasn't happening at the mall. Parker Bell, the guy from the back, not Parker. No, no not that different Parker. Parker. Different Parker. Ta- uh, Taylor, Cap. So we're talking about small towns earlier. Uh, my town had three thousand people and definitely did not have a mall. The closest one is about thirty miles away. So bowling alley was actually the place oh, to be yeah. for for good ones too. Yeah, arcade, food, yep. bowling. And, China, and it's Chinese also a similar fast food. vibe to a to a mall. You know, it's just not the shopping part, but yep. you have the you have the good parts of where you would take the dates on the. Text on Susan the mall. right now, see if she wants to go to the mall. I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been to the mall in a while. We'll go get a hot dog Cinnabon. on a stick and, <laughs> and go hey, see. Their strawberry lemonade is delicious. Is Once you good. smell the cinnamon in the mall, you're gonna Can't go the it. other way. <laughs> Cinnabon. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So speaking of which, uh, you know, a lot of malls have uh, big arcade game areas. So you are good at arcade games. Right now, you are good at arcade arcade games uh berg factor cap so no this is funny uh adam bronstein just had his birthday and he had it at a arcade thing this saturday and i was terrible at all of them every one of those games uh i played the there was the car the racing one yep the the old school ones i played the simpsons old school one golden axe really Mm. really bad golden Uh, axe golden axe you never played that Uh -uh. game no it was all like like golden tea (laughs) <laughs> I mean, NBA Jam was there. Oh, that's fun. NBA and NFL Blitz. So I actually beat Carlo in both of those. But 
Yeah, no, not great at arcade games. Can't do them. Can't play Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. Al? So the actual like arcade games I paid less attention to, I was more to how am I getting some tickets? How right. am I getting the actual like that to me is where like skee ball and shooting. Yeah, it was more that type of stuff, yeah. right? So I wasn't Whack-a-mole. playing as, and it was so stupid. Like I was looking at it from a well, you know, if I get this, I get this, I get a bouncy ball. That I can't get that at Street Fighter Two. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that one. So I don't think I was great at those specific They're games you're hard, talking man. about, but it's the other ones that you're getting tickets for that I'd, I'd pay more Sometimes attention. Sometimes they to. have those. There's six buttons, and they don't label the any thing. of the buttons. <laughs> no. You don't know oh, what the they claw? are. The claw sucks. Oh, I'm so the bad tra- at that. It's, it's rigged to not it, work. It is rigged, but I've got a few in my not day. Not true. 80 bucks it there. It is but true that it's rigged to not work. I have a friend that gets a prize every well, single you can time. On the claw? On the claw. Yeah, I've never seen anyone no, ever pull anything I, out of the I watch. We would go oh, you could bowling. Pull him. Yeah, you could pull them. You're just gonna lose 17 times before <laughs> no, but you she get one. She would go and every single time would pull out a, a would pull yes. out a toy. She'd walk out with massive amounts of toys. You can, you can mm. hack a claw machine, but it's also rigged. For it to not work. What do you like, mean you can certain, hack? Like I, I feel mean, like there's I, like a black market. Yeah, go, go on. I don't know yeah. how down left, do right, it. A, B, A, B, I just know that people <laughs> can. Yes. I just know that there are people that do this all the time, and they like just get to the place where they can get around the rigging of the game. So did like, you ever? Yeah. Did you ever take the tickets out? If you take them out slowly, you enough? get an extra. Oh yeah, you get two. you get a couple extra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep uh, going. <laughs> Chad, what about this? Criminal. I, I'm terrible at all of those things. Like I stink at video. I've never been good at video games in my entire life. Going all the way back to Pong in the '70s to whatever version of Madden they're on now. Every year. My boys will get you know the new Madden or the new NHL or the new FIFA or whatever. Yeah. They get all the games. MLB Dad, the show. You'd you'd re- yeah you'd really like this. You'd really really like it. Come and play with us. And I'll sit there for maybe ten minutes before I'm so incredibly frustrated. There's too many things yeah. on the thing. You guys are grounded. It's awful. It's <laughs> awful. I stink at all of those things. Taylor. Cap. Uh, I can. I'm Miss Pac-Man. Might be my best. NBA Jam. I can NBA play that. NBA Jam was fun. Mario Kart. Mario Kart was my Mario favorite Kart was back in the day. So yeah, it was fun. fun. Uh, so, if you had to eat at one food court restaurant forever, Ooh. that's the only place you can eat, it'd be Chick-fil-A. Taylor, Fedra Cap. That's a nice food court. I haven't been to the mall in a long that's time. That's a really good food court. I mean, yeah. my, my my food court at my mall at home in Virginia always has had Chick-fil-A, and I think that, I don't th- think they have so many any here, but Taylor? Uh, I'll go with, I think, I think Del Amo Mall has uh, pinks in there. I'll go with that. Hey, Trav? No, it wouldn't be Chick-fil-A for me. I don't dislike Chick-fil-A, but it's not like something I would look forward to eating over and over. I'm trying to think what's in there. Real like Italian, the, like the Sbarro? The Sbarro, yeah, which Sbarro. I love to That's yeah. what I was thinking. Do um, you get some vegetables at Sbarro? Uh, so here's the thing. Food. Maybe you go, because they always have like that off-brand Chinese restaurant yeah. in, in the mall. It's yep. it's never Panda Express. It's no. always kind of Super Golden Dragon Fortune or Panda whatever. Supreme. <laughs> right, yeah. one of those. Yeah. Um, maybe that, because there's at least vegetables in some of that that you could try because after a couple of days of philly cheesesteaks you're gonna want something different Perfect. so i'm going chinese so it's cap because chick-fil-a is massively overrated um i that's I, you got upset so oh no i'm good i okay. I, I got I've upset already debated this with you Greg. yes we, have. She, we won't do her it her eyes it. came i felt her eyes on my neck your neck heated up so that i was trying to communicate <laughs> to him 
<laughs> so I it's just either, don't trust your food taste. But no, no, because it's not good. Uh, Sabaro is one of them. Or there's a. It, they used to be in the Topanga Mall a Mongolian barbecue where they had yeah. that big. Oh, that, yeah. I would get that every. With that big single, giant circle yeah. thing where they cook and the they meat. Just cook it all on there. Yeah. And yeah, that would is what I would do every single time. Ow. There's just a steakhouse there. It's like oh, <laughs> Morton's <laughs> has a kiosk. And <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, Mission Valley and Town Center. Sabaro, the Dragon okay. Place, and then there's. There There's is Cheesecake Morgan's. Factory at a lot of like the Gallerias, like the Glendale one, the Grove and stuff. So that I mean, that could count. All right, this one gets me every single time, and it's kind of a no question about it for me. Bro, it's the Chinese food. It's all layered there. It's all laid. You can get everything that you want. The egg rolls are waiting for you as well. That's what I used. That was my go-to in the bat. In the past, I would go to Chinese but, food. Okay, you. I told you that I yeah. did damage in Chinese food a couple of weeks ago. The second day, it's great because it heats up really yeah. well. It's all good. By the third day, you're like, I it's don't not ever, down. I don't no, ever want to eat Chinese never, food for yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, months. <laughs> it takes months yes. to have it again. Or yeah. it's on Christmas Eve because, you know. But I haven't had it in a while, so it sounds amazing right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I did a big plate yeah, of chow mein yeah, with some it's, it's Kung Pao chicken piled on top of that. Oh, yeah. Those two egg rolls for a dollar. Sure. I'm going to go ahead and get two of those. I'll take four. Here's two bucks. <laughs> So um, we saw the pitch clock start to be implemented over the weekend, and we saw you know how it reduced the amount of time in the games. Everyone everyone seems to like it. Real quick, before you go any further, Burke, just a quick question. Because they're speeding up the game, they're getting it all done in yep. 2.20 or 2.30, yep. what if Travis and I went really fast during our show, and we got everything out in an hour and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have... Does the show get limited because we we did everything just you faster? You are not on a pitch clock, <laughs> but otherwise, okay. yeah, that's all. I just want to. I just want to. Guess we will go slower. <laughs> so I mean, this leads into my question or statement. So you would like a pitch clock for things in real life, like someone ordering a drink at a bar yes. or someone ordering food through a drive-through. You wish that people were on a pitch clock. Travis Federcap. A hundred percent. It's the, a great the, idea. It's a fantastic there, idea. There are if. For certain things, right? Like the drive-through, for instance, or when you're at Starbucks and there there should be an express line for I just want a coffee or I just want a cappuccino. No yeah. modifications. I yeah. just want it exactly how it comes. There needs to be a line for that and we'll pitch clock those people. If you've got a sandwich order that's got 23 different steps yep. about how you need order, then yeah. you can go stand in that line over there without the clock. I'll get in the shot clock line. Let's do one of each. One small thing to add to this, a Scandinavian country actually introduced an, a a chat lane, essentially, at a grocery store. So they were realizing that a lot of elderly people or lonely people would want to actually chat with people as they were checking out. And so they have a designated lane no, for bad. people to want to go chat, and everyone else can just go zip through and stuff like an express lane or whatever. But, like, they, you know, it's a, it's a chatty lane. And I think that that could actually, you know, a the opposite of a pitch clock. As long as you put really that on bad the now. opposite side of the store from yep. where I'm checking out, exactly. that's fine. I did me. not have that information <laughs> earlier. Bert. There's a great episode of The Simpsons where... Apu takes Homer to the what the Monstro Mart or whatever it's called. It's like Costco, and he goes picks the line. It's nothing but divorced guys, and they go ching 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 ching. Like no nobody wants to pay. It's just one guy. Like this line of thirty people goes through, and there's one old lady in the other line. Apu's like never behind her. Yeah. I deal with these people all day long. Berg? Uh, this is a hundred percent fact. I love this idea, and it, to make it even better, there should be a line at every fast food spot that has no modifications. Yes. Have no modification line and a modification line. That way, everything just goes by so much faster. Because McDonald's has multiple spots, right? Yes. That you can go through. One should be for non. One for. I love this idea. I think you should patent it. Do something. Okay. Call all the all the restaurants. Al. Fact on this, and there's places that it's more important. I'm going to use coffee as a good example. 
you can't have three people in front of you and then while you're standing there and now it's your turn because those other two are gone now you're looking up to see what you want you can't do that no. you can't do that just you had four minutes to figure out what you wanted and it's starbucks um, so it's starbucks you didn't walk into thing. a brand new restaurant that you've never been it's to coffee before. shop there's only three or four different ways you can make a coffee. And you, you're having typically the same coffee every single time. <laughs> so for those people, they need a shot clock. And just like that that game ended because he didn't get in the batter's box in time, <laughs> they have to leave. <laughs> and they got to either go to the end of the line or they can't come back into the restaurant for a half hour or the, or the coffee place for a half hour. So that's my idea there. Taylor? Fact, yeah. I need this at 7-Eleven when I get stuck behind the guy buying 45 scratchers and, oh, and yeah. steel reserves. Yeah, don't scratch him right there. No, no, no. That's the thing. He Then they bring the scratcher down and start scratching right yes. there. That's why you the need way. the chat line. That's where Emily's <laughs> chat line comes in. You, I'll, I'll chat you up while you scratch your yeah. tickets. Uh, I'm just here for my uh, beef jerky and my Coke, and I want to keep it moving. Or is the scratchers where they're like, I'll take uh, the $5 one. I'll take three of the $1. I'll take a 20. <laughs> I'll take a one. Like they count around to all the different ones. And specific Powerball numbers. I need yeah. uh, Powerball. Powerball with 12, 23, 16. Wait, is that the number? <laughs> you got this one wrong. It's 23. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me call my wife real fast. Make sure I have the right numbers. <laughs> All right. LeBron has a foot injury. How worried should we be? Might be the only bad news in Lakerland right now. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I think we should find a way to play some doubles at some point. We're going to need, because I've only played singles. You're going to play doubles. We're going to, when we play yeah. in the tournament, it's going to be doubles. all doubles. Mm-hmm. We need to be on the court at the same time together. So when we, after we get our round in next week, we need to go, we need to draft some people in to be okay. our opponents. Yeah. We need to, we need yeah, to Yeah, and twice. it can't be, it can't be, um, the only issue that we have is it can't be like Brionis and these guys, because just because they're going to have their show right after. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find we'll somebody. Find we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll find somebody. We will definitely get it done. Let's try a quick phone call here. Let's go to Palmdale. And Chris, Chris, you're on with Travis Slee. What's up, Chris? Big Daddy Slee and Sweet T. How's it going, fellas? What's, What's up, going Chris? on, Chris? Hey, man. So, uh, going back to the San Diego topic, the San Diego Clippers, oh, I mean the Padres, excuse me. <laughs> um, look, it's going to be the same thing over and over. I mean, do look, Machado... He they overpaid player. I mean, we had him. We saw what he does. The no hustle. He'll play though. You know, I'll give him that. He's a solid third baseman, but he loves to take time off. Time off meaning, uh, you know, if a ball's hit to him, there'll be times where he'll make an amazing play, and then there'll be times where he's just like, yeah, I'll just fling at it, and it's gonna come back to bite him. They overpaid that guy way too much. Uh, guys, great show. Thank you for keeping my drive always good from Palmdale to L.A. Love you guys, man. Stay up. I appreciate it, Thanks, Chris. Chris. Okay, it. look, Chris, I want to get on the hater train with you on Manny Machado. You're wrong, brother. Sorry. It, it's just – I, Yeah, I, I, I understand your frustration with him. And, and I share it that there are t- when when one of the quotes a guy says what I'm not going to be Johnny Hustle out there. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I don't like it either. Here are the facts. 
Manny Machado is a six-time All-Star, a two-time Gold Glover, a one-time Platinum Glover. He finished second in the MVP voting last year. The year before that, he finished 18th. The year before that, he finished third. He also has a ninth, fourth, and fifth place MVP finish. He's really good. Not just kind of good, not just has a good day and a bad day. Manny Machado is one of the best players in baseball. I'm not telling you you got to like him, Chris. I'm telling you he's that good of a player. And quite frankly, he's the heart and soul of that Padre team. That It's certainly not to tease. Soto just got there. Bogarts just got there. Machado's kind of the adult in the room. Now, you could argue that's not a good thing, but he is that guy for that team. So, and by the way, I, I love that perspective from you because I think that I think Dodger fans obviously feel a certain way about Machado, and that's okay. I get it. I understand it. It didn't work out here. Um, like he just said, he's not going to be Johnny Hustle, the whole thing. He is, no question about it, 100% the leader of the San Diego yes. Padres. And I think sometimes it might – I think his experience here in L.A. probably helped him to – Okay, he went from an organization that was incredibly well run. Hey, we can win with you or we can win without you. I think there's things that the Dodgers, it's not one player that's defined the Dodgers. Okay, you can say, well, Kershaw, Kershaw. is, yeah, but I, but, I agree but that's you. a generational player right. that um, put him to the side for a quick second. Machado is so important to the San Diego Padres, and I think he has actually take that, taken that leadership role. I'll tell you the kind of the sentiment in San Diego when those deals were getting thrown around and then time expired on his deal. Mm -hmm. This is Machado last week, and he kind of talked a little bit about it, but he just left it as is. There was a little bit of, no, you guys kind of got it. You got to take care of Machado. Machado is the the heart and soul of this team, at least the last couple of years. Is he their second best player? Juan Soto is their best player, right? I don't think it's a lock. I I, I, I would tell you this. We were talking about this during one of the breaks. I think Soto's going to have a year this year. I think he's going to have a year yeah, this but, year. Yeah, but he's one of the three or four best players in the whole league. He should. When he came when he came to the Padres last year, he actually didn't have – he came at the trade deadline, didn't have as good of a year as yeah. you would expect for him to come. But now I think full year, he'll get a chance more comfortable with San Diego. I think he's going to have a year. Machado's as good as it gets with a bat as well. So it's not I'm not I'm not He's trying a to tell you glove caliber third baseman too. Argument one way or the other of who's got the fact that they're both on the Padres yeah. I think is obviously important. But the fact that Machado was there when they weren't winning, the fact that Machado was there when they were just kind of starting their up I think it was important that they took care of him. Now, what that means in the big scheme of things, um, we'll see five, six, seven years. But put it to you this way, Chris, if you're thinking about it like this. Are you excited? Well, excited is the wrong word. The Dodgers have a one-run lead. It's the ninth inning. Manny Machado comes up to bat. What's going through your mind? You don't love it, right? Neither do I. That's what we're talking about. That that's the guy that, or their guy. It's the fourth inning, and he's coming up. There's a couple of guys on, and it's you know second and third. You're not comfortable. You're thinking, put him on. Do, do not give him a pitch to hit. This is there are certain guys like that. It's Freddie Freeman for the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. It's Mookie for the Dodgers. These guys like Absolutely. not him. Machado's one of those guys. Do you, you don't want to face him when it matters because he's going to get you. What 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 will make this, and I think you and I talked a little bit about this before, the reason why this Dodgers season is very interesting. I'm not telling you that they were so stacked last year. Mm-hmm. And the expectations, like you said, when they were in June, you're like, cool, so what's going to happen in October? <laughs> when they were in August, it's like, awesome. Yeah, I know they're going to break a franchise record as far as wins go, but what's going to happen in October? What I think makes this year 
more interesting is I actually don't know what the results are going to be for the Dodgers. I think they'll be a playoff team. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I also think the Mets are going to be good and the Padres are going to be good and the Phillies are going to be good. It's not... If you just say that the Dodgers were here last year and everyone else was here, well, the Dodgers came down because they lost some guys, and I think some players it it kind of evil even the level field a little bit. No question, the playing about field. It. A it's bit. there are four teams, and then the Braves, the Mets, the Potteries, the Dodgers. Take your pick, the Phillies, maybe five, five teams. Yeah, any of those five teams could win the pennant, and I wouldn't be surprised. Before it was the Dodgers are the heavy favorite, and if someone else does it, it's because the Dodgers. Dodgers. Then, it, then it was a surprise, right? That, that the Dodgers found another way to not win. Hmm. Like, I don't know, just not get a hit for an entire weekend. That's fun. Super fun season. Here we go again. We're starting it all over again. Lakers actually are having a super fun season if the season is the last five games. Things are looking up. Is there actual momentum in the building? That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Super fun season.